on this week's episode of Third and Forever, Kevin and I give our full first round mock draft where we alternate picks. I'm on the clock with pick number one. We're going to go from there. All right, let's go. Episode of Third and Forever presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined as always by my co host, Kevin Ohm. Kevin, we have been sitting here for an hour with tech issues. I, I don't like when we have technical difficulties before we record because I'm, I feel I'm like I'm frazzled. I, yeah, well, and, and I, I plan to get on your nerves a little bit. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't want to, I want you to start happy wait, and I want you to descend. Wait, you, you plan to get him what? I plan. I, I, I mean, I feel like I usually get on your nerves a Wait, little bit. Yeah, yeah. And gonna, so it's like I don't like starting in the negative. With you're gonna you. like have the Vikings take like Trevor Penning or something like a tackle. No, I'm not even gonna do it intentionally. <laughs> and here, here's kind of the insidious part of my mock draft strategy. It's based on almost nothing. Uh, I like we talked about last episode. Intentionally don't learn very much about the draft yeah. because I'm a Packer fan and it doesn't pay to get my hopes up. Like I was so excited about Rashad Bateman last year because I literally saw him play football in person, and that that I haven't seen any of these guys this year play in person. So right. I, I'm going to be going heavily off of my gut, and I feel like that provides us the chaos that we need to make a good mock draft. <sighs> All right, well, like like I said, I, I didn't like I I don't like when you start grumpy because I feel like we got to get to grumpy. Um. All right. Well. Fair enough. Um, this this one was hard to mock, I think, just because this well, this draft on stinks. paper uh, on paper this draft is kind of weak. Yeah. Um. I, now that being said, some of these guys are probably and could very well turn out to be really really good. So it's not. I I mean, we only can just go by what so called experts, you know, put the quotes up are saying. So. Yeah, the players could be good, but I feel like the draft as a larger concept stinks. So without further ado, I think we're going to start here. And we made the order where I'm going first. So I have the odds, you have the evens. Um, But with that being said, because our teams have both even number picks, Mm -hmm. we'll give kind of our thoughts of like, like say when the Vikings come up, I'm going to say who I would have. After you make the official pick, I'll say like, in, if I were in your shoes, I would have taken this, like depending on what it is, just because we have a little, you know, you guys have paid more attention to the Packers this yeah. offseason than I have and me with the Vikings. So we'll have give our thoughts. Last year, it worked out where I had we picked an odd number and you guys picked an even number. And it yeah. was just easier that way. But whatever. I, I have an idea of how we can start this. We can kick off the mock draft. Yeah. I want to hear Dustin's best Roger Goodell impression. <laughs> okay. Can you start us off, Dustin? <laughs> I, I haven't listened to enough Roger Goodell tape to... Uh... Just do a funny voice. <laughs> I'll just hear it. <laughs> Say, like, welcome to the welcome 2023. Welcome to the 2022 <laughs> NFL <fucked> draft. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But wait, hang on, hang on. Start again. Start again. Boo! Everyone hates it. Boo! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> now go sit in your chair, Roger. With the first pick. No, that's not how that, that's not how that works. <laughs> Dustin's gonna that's read my the whole job. Draft. That's my job. 
You're supposed to say like <laughs> it's all the, scripted, like the, the 2022 NFL draft is officially underway. underway. Yeah. Jacksonville, you're on the clock. Okay, so like, so that's... one more time, Dustin, go for it. Welcome to the 2022 NFL draft. All right. Can, Thanks, can Roger. He, sound, he sounds you like you stop doing a voice. I feel like it sounds like one of those like really bad. Like if you ever play like 2K, where they if you have like a my player that gets drafted, they have Adam Silver in yep. there. He records like a bunch of takes, and he, that's it's just so like NPC sounding. Like it just I thought it was no perfect. I thought it was great. great. Um, I mean, Roger is never a player from that, that, yeah, right, Nevada. The point card from <laughs> that's what he would always say if it's your player. Um, all right. So we've had some what I would have known would be a you know sprint to the podium, no worry, no question about who they're going to take. Jacksonville now has been like kind of waffling. They have not said or it's not been leaked anywhere who they're taking, which typically that happens. Like Andrew Luck, everyone knew was going to be going to the Colts for like two months, but it was supposed to be Aiden Hutchinson. I've heard a lot of smoke. There's been a lot of smoke about this. There's been smoke and, and about like a disagreement. And and yeah, we have the the owner, Shad Khan, and the GM, Trent Balky, who fucked Trent Balky for just destroying the receiver market by paying Christian Kirk like eighty million dollars. Um I kinda like the chaos. <laughs> I don't I mean your team you know That's why it's only kinda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so with that said, they have been waffling back and forth between Trayvon Walker. Aiden Hutchinson, and even like Iki Aquanu, you know, for a, a tackle to protect your, you know, golden boy, Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to go with the Trent Balky and the Jacksonville Jaguars being dumb and going off of like, I don't know, measurables, I guess, or I, I feel potential. Like that's, I feel like that's a safe bet that they're going to be dumb. Yeah. And so they're with the first pick, you know, Trayvon Walker. Ooh. is what they're doing. So a little bit of a surprise. And this is where like Detroit has a chance to keep the guy from Michigan to stay in Michigan. I don't know what you're going to do here. Uh, I mean, if we want to go into it, that's exactly what I'm going yeah. to do. Like they are sprinting to the podium. Yeah. Th- once this happens, Dan Campbell is going up himself. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's pushing people out of the way. He's running up. He's biting kneecaps. I wish, get... I wish like I'm mad being in the division. Yeah. Like I don't want Aiden Hutchinson in the division, but at the same time, Aiden Hutchinson is the most Dan Campbell player ever. And if mm-hmm. he's on the board at two, I don't think that there's even a second thought in yeah. their minds that they're going to take this guy. They could move up and try and take a quarterback, but none of the quarterbacks in this class are that great. Yeah. And Goff is like, he's still around. You don't need a quarterback yet. I don't think they have any goals. Well, they, and they have pick number year. 32 still. So yeah. they definitely can take, you know, a quarterback late in the draft, which they might. We'll see. Yeah. So you're taking Aiden Hutchinson? Yes. Okay. Number two. So that brings the Texans, which. The Texans have probably the most, like, this is the most intriguing one that we've seen just because they need, like, every position, as PFF puts, every position. That's, like, that's mean. I feel like (laughs) you should have to pick several positions. You shouldn't just get to be like, well, throw the entire team away. Yeah, and and so new GM Nick Casario has been very hush about anything that he's looking at. He hasn't really given anything away um, they already have Laramie Tunsil, who is mm-hmm. one of the better tackles. So do they like they need to build a lot? So like, do they just never have to work, not worry about tackles for ten years and go Iki Aquanu? Maybe do they go after a guy like they did with Javion Clowney and take like a freak athlete like 
Kayvon Thibodeau. I don't know. Um, I they've also been in the mix with like Ahmed Gardner, Sauce Gardner, and so we'll. I'm gonna play it like they are gonna try their hardest to just not never have to worry about one of the most important positions. Uh, and that's tackle. So I'm gonna have them take. I think they could trade down, honestly, with with the yeah. Draft but we're not doing me. we're not doing any trades. So if you're Except not for the Packers, like there will be no trading that happens in this because they do pick up 13. So I think a lot of these teams are gonna have some trades in here. So keep take that with a grain of salt. I'm gonna have them taking tackle Iki Aquanu at number three. So first tackle off the board, and that could set off a run. There are a lot of teams in the top ten that need tackles. There's a lot of needs, but tackles, receivers, runs are going to happen in this draft. Quarterbacks probably even too. Yeah, and that brings us to the Jets with the number four pick. And when you're looking at the Jets, as much as it pains me to say it, their biggest need and the need that they have kind of been most vocal about behind the scenes recently has been wide receiver. Oh, God. They have been in talks. I mean, there's a lot of talks about them trading for Debo during the draft or something like that going on. But assuming that we're kind of taking, taking, uh, you know, trading of picks and players and stuff like that out of the equation, I think that it's a decent bet that they're going to go wide receiver here. So unlike you, I'm not going to shy away. So hopefully my team gets the stuff that I want. Uh, I'm not doing anything like that. I'm, there's no way I'm letting sauce get to you. Anyway, I I don't I don't have sauce is not made out of the top ten. Like I'm gonna have zero. But then but like. then this kind of brings us to an interesting situation where the top four guys I would say different teams have them in different orders. Yeah, and so they get their choice, kind of their pick. And I think not, now I'm trying to figure out. I am shocked you're a receiver here. Why? I don't know. Just because they they pick at ten, like they, it's not like this is a team that I don't know. Like the the, the closest team that I personally think. I, I'll let you pick. I'll let you. The pick Giants are right behind them twice, and they're you know in talks to get a receiver. And you they know, also you, need edge and corner really bad too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Just go and, and tackle. Like so, <laughs> and this is the chaos that yeah, I'm talking all right, about. All right, this is Kevin okay. as a GM. Okay, it's weird. Oh God. Um, and so they already have uh, shit. What's his name? The guy they drafted last year. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. That's right. Yep. And he's pretty good. And so I think they're gonna get. They're gonna try and go like the Bengals route with a one-two punch, and they're gonna take Jamison Williams. Wow. I see that. That's where too. I I would have thought. He, I mean, I personally, I think he's going to be available at ten. But I mean, I guess if you like your guy, you like your guy. The Jets like their guy in yeah. this hypothetical okay. scenario. All right. I mean, I'm all. For, I think they're taking a receiver with one of their two picks. Um, I would not have thought four, but what if they take it do. with both? All right. So Jameson Williams off the board. Okay. Uh, so now that that's a little interesting here with the next three, we got Giants, Panthers, Giants. Now, the Giants need offensive line. They know the Panthers need offensive line. I don't think the Panthers are going to take a quarterback. I'm going to assume that just because of this quarterback class. Um, yeah, they're going to end up with Baker Mayfield. That that being said, like if they take a quarterback, it essentially guarantees Matt Rule another like couple of years. You know, that's that's the thing. Like a quarter, a coach is on the hot seat. You get a young quarterback or a rookie quarterback, it extends you at least a couple. You yeah, know, you have time to develop them. So. 
I think that the Giants, the New York Giants, with because they know that the Panthers are right after needing a corner or needing an offensive line. That was the loudest crap. <laughs> the loudest cam <laughs> ever. Sorry, I'm a rookie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I have the New York Giants taking who many thought could have been a first first overall pick midseason, taking tackle the behemoth of a man, Evan Neal, out of Alabama at number five Evan overall. Neal. Very nice. And now I need Protect to- that D Jones. <laughs> The D Jones era, it's it hasn't been well a hundred percent smooth sailing. You look at you look at what Joe Shane like he's he's come from New England. You know they protected they were put a lot of money in their offensive line for years with Tom Brady. Brian Dable was just with Buffalo. They spent a lot of money and capital into their offensive line protecting Josh Allen. I don't think Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the future, but they're going to get their start on their offensive line and trying to be probably a quarterback next year. We'll see whether that's the trade, a, a trade, free agency, draft. But I yeah. think it's it makes sense. I mean, this is a these are pretty good offensive line tackles. Um, or you know, it, I don't know how they compare to last year's. But Evan Neal, I think. I mean, they're probably going to look at the size and say, "Holy shit, yeah." Yeah, I'm all about it. That's that's fair. And you said that you thought the Panthers, you know, we're probably going to take an offensive lineman here at number six. Yeah, they are not. They're going to take Malik Willis. Oh um, my gosh! <laughs> because Matt Rule wants to be employed still. Oh. He wants a project back there, oh, and not scroll, the kind of project. I just scroll so far from that Malik Sam Willis. Darnold represents. Because oh. Sam Darnold is hot shit, and everyone knows it. Oh, and what's man. the point of drafting a good offensive lineman to protect a quarterback that sucks? <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Chaos has ensued. The, it's here. You know, the Panthers, they have been, like, shopping. They've been looking at Kenny Pickett. They really like him. And Matt Rule, he reportedly, nope. you know, he recruited him. Nope. Back in his temple days. No. All right. They... Okay, they go quarterback. First shock. Um, all right, so that brings me back to the New York Giants. Um, they just took a tackle. So now signs a point to defense. Uh, this is where I think that they are ecstatic by this. And the guy that probably was the number one overall pick going into last year before the year of Aiden Hutchinson came and all that, they're going to go for the upside and they're going to go for the guy that's freakishly athletic. And that's edge out of Oregon, Kayvon Thibodeau. Yep. Um, I think they're going to be thrilled with that value. Um, I, you know, I, I don't think that they are going to go after a receiver um, or any of the, I mean, I took a tackle and uh, while the Ahmad Gardner and Derek Stingley are, uh, you know, very appealing, I just think Kayvon, they're like, this is could be a game wrecker for us for a few years for a handful of years. So Yeah, I think that's I think that pick makes a lot of sense. I think that is good value. Which brings us to the Atlanta Falcons. It's annoying you keep eating these teams that are taking a receiver because I know like I don't, I don't know. I don't I hope you're trying not to be not biased. I, no, I am because I, I like spoiler alert, we're getting another receiver off the board here. Okay. Because Calvin Ridley picks. sucks at gambling. Yeah. 
That's why he not not because he gambled because They're, he gambled been, poorly. The, the Falcons have been linked to two receivers in particular. That's Drake London and Garrett Wilson. Yeah, like they have been like in love with both of them this whole process. Like yeah, pre draft process. And so. they're taking Garrett Wilson. All right, they go for the the speed more than the the size. Speed over size because they have size. He's Kyle Pitts. He's just a oh, big receiver. Yeah. He's not really that much of a tight end. That's fair. All right, Garrett Wilson off the board first. Is that the first Sec- receiver? Second, second receiver. That's right, Jamison Williams. Yeah. yeah, second receiver off the board. All right, Seahawks. And it hurts me to keep doing this. <laughs> uh, Seahawks need a lot of help. They they are needing help everywhere. Basically, um, yeah, they need a quarterback, and I don't see them taking one. The only one possibly could have been Malik Willis, just for the upside. I could see them trying to like Russell Wilson again and take a guy later and see yeah. if it like pans out again. Yeah, there are a couple guys late in the second round with like Matt Corral, Sam yeah. Howell. But I don't see one in the first. No. Um, all right. With this, this one where it pains me to do, uh, and this one where it could have worked out so nice for the Jets, um, but the Seahawks needing this. Uh, oh, well, hang on now. <laughs> well, now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. You're, go, you're you're debating corner right now. No, I, no. Oh, I, really? I, well, defense. It's defense. Defense. So it's edge. What I'm thinking, what 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 can they, what does Pete Carroll like? What what did he make his you know Gum. main thing on? Like it, it was the Legion of Boom, and a guy that you build that around, an unsung hero, was Cam Chancellor. He was a bit of a tweener at the beginning of the safety era. So when they're gonna go things safety? there because what what does Kyle Hamilton bring? That's he fair. Can, you can put him anywhere you can put him in the box you can put him in the backfield he can defend the deep ball you can put him man to man in the slot he is a he's a unicorn of a a player and he didn't test that well and that's kind of why he's dropped kyle hamilton's probably just like pound for pound one of a top four top five prospect like in terms of just like skill set in this draft but the position is the the detractor yeah, and you have Jamal Adams, who's the best in the nation. So <laughs> you have that, but like, I mean, if Kyle Hamilton can bring you a combination of Cam Chancellor's tackling an open field and just box, you know, stacking the box ability, and also the center field aspect of Earl Thomas. So like, they look at Kyle Hamilton. This could be a way if they want to really yeah, he's, focus. He's Earl Chancellor. Yeah, if you want to focus on the defense and the run game. I think you build around a guy that's so unique like Kyle Hamilton. So I'm going to take Kyle okay. Hamilton. They have been linked to Jordan Davis. I really thought about that. But I'm going to go Kyle Hamilton with this pick. Okay. And now we're at the Jets again. And the Jets are not really going to waste a ton of time here. Uh, they need a corner, and Sauce Gardner is available at 10. Yeah. And that's going to happen. Yeah, they're going to sprint to the podium for that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he that that's, that's considered a pretty – big fall for him yeah absolutely for yeah. a guy that's been linked to possibly like two or three yeah like you know uh so i i think that's unbelievable value there yeah and they address you know two huge needs yeah. kind of right away in the first top 10 picks I mean, that's pretty good i also to anyone saying kyle hamilton was a massive reach the seahawks have a history of reaching in the first round. So that's they also, also have a history of like getting horrible <laughs> draft grades on good drafts. Yeah. Like Russell Wilson and Chancellor and all those guys. Yeah. Like people did not like them. Yeah. 
Um, all right, that brings us to the Washington Commanders. That might be one of like the first times they're actually saying it without oh, actually shit. talking about their new name. Wow. Washington Commanders. So they definitely don't need a quarterback because they have Carson Wentz, who's elite. Elite. Um, they could use some interior line help. Don't see them reaching like that. If they wanted to go after that, they'd trade down. Um, they have been really, really in talks with a certain Ohio State receiver. And they love the idea of pairing old teammates, Terry McLaurin, with another Ohio State receiver, and that is Chris Olave. He's gone. They're going to take Chris Olave at number 11. Just especially, they, they might have teased it with with Garrett Wilson, but now that that's op- not an option, Chris Olave is a Washington commander. Their first pick as a command as the commanders. The first commander. The first commander. Chris Olave. All I'm right. I'm sure he'll be just ecstatic. Here we go. All right. So now that brings us to number 12 with the Minnesota Vikings on the clock. Yeah. And as is kind of always the case, you could go offensive line. This year, you got some defensive needs, though, as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think this is kind of – I don't it, know. You guys draft a decent amount of defenders, but I feel like – it's been a minute since that's been like a hot need for you guys. Right. I mean, yeah, we, we've had to like plug and play guys the last few years um, and not like we haven't needed to draft like we need to draft one in the first round. Like, no, it hasn't been the case. Yeah. A um, couple of different options. Like the Vikings have been mocked so many different ways this whole process. They've been mocked with it. Like I've seen a decent amount of like receiver mocks. Yeah. And, and I'm and, like, I don't get well, that. Well, like, you know, Thielen's getting up there and, and like we have – him, JJ obviously, and KJ Osborne, but like KJ Osborne has had one like solid year, and that was last year. So yeah. it, it's pretty thin after those three. Like it's very thin. It's thin after Justin Jefferson, who's like an ascending superstar. Yeah. I mean, I I just I don't think I think you have much larger needs. Right. No, that's that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so I think I'm gonna do what you would do in this situation. I, I, yeah. I, think, I think we're in agreement. If this is the board, yeah, you it's, you are it's running Stingley. the podium and yeah. putting this in. Quasi is absolutely taking Derek Stingley Jr. Yes, he is. Um, we have the the old LSU D backs coach is on our roster is on our staff. I mean Patrick Peterson, obviously, and a lot of we have a lot of LSU ties on our team. Yeah, it's a no brainer. Yeah, if this is the board, I don't I don't think Stingley's there. I think people would either trade up for him or whatnot. I mean, there is injury concern. Um, but I, he, well, he yeah, tested I, recently in all the pro days and it was off the charts. I mean, he, you know, yeah. And I don't think there's a realistic scenario without a big trade up no. to get sauce, but Stingley is kind of right on the edge of what you could realistically expect. Yeah. I, I would, I would do that exact thing too. Um, all right. Brings us to the Texans. Good old every position there's back second, again. Their second one. So the first, first right around, they took, uh, Iki Aquanu at number three. They're now at 13. They need help basically everywhere. Um, if this is the board, ooh, okay. I guess you're really having to look for it. It's like what what is a weakness of the Texans that they don't even have any? It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean they have no no needs anywhere. Take 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 a running back just just for shits and gigs. They might do it. They're dumb. I guess. Yeah. They, they could. Uh, no, I, I'm going to go. Hmm. <laughs> it's tough with a team that literally the needs are every yeah, position. Yeah, like they do. They Because you're looking at it, 
It, so what did they take last time? They they Their took uh, Ike Aquanu. Okay, tackle. so they took a tackle. Otherwise, I'd say you know you could take Charles Cross here. Yeah, I mean like that's the thing. Like I you you don't know how the the board will shape. So I'm gonna have them going, um, kind of a, a bit of a a bit of a reach. This is where I probably. I would have done things a little differently if this was just my peer mock. I think he would have been gone by now. Uh, a guy that's been shooting up draft boards. They're going to take Edge out of Florida State, Eden Prairie native, Jermaine Johnson II. Uh, wow. Like like a lot of the measurables, he, he has been a very, very hot name this process. So I'm going to go Jermaine Johnson II. Shout out Houston. Eden Prairie. Yeah, shout out Eden Prairie. Played I played football with his brother. So fun fact. Wow. Yeah. Are you in the NFL? No, his brother oh. wasn't as good as as Jermaine either. Oh, well, so so no one in that <laughs> yeah. scenario. Was Jermaine very good. Jermaine somehow had like a D average in high school, which is very hard to do. So there's better that. than an F. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Ravens. All right, Ravens are on the clock, and they are in need of some defensive line help. And I'm not going to beat around the bush. You're taking Jordan Davis. Oh, all right. Well, the the big the big man off the, the big board. man, one of the Georgia big men. Yeah, and I mean honestly, there's gonna be a lot of Georgia. It players could be <laughs> either Georgia big man if we're being honest. But like Jordan Davis, like he's a freak. Yeah, like he is. Like, he's an absolute monster, and on that defense, I think he's gonna fit in very nicely. Yeah, he he's the fridge like reincarnate. Like it's just but but yeah, yeah. like all right, Jordan Davis. Uh, now we got the Eagles. The Eagles love taking first round picks lately. Oh, with, with the receivers, they, they really so like they, trying. They, they love it. So they, 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 this is the run here of Eagles Saints, basically. Um, Eagles Saints Chargers Eagles. Saints. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> this is the weirdness of it that we're gonna see. Um, Eagles knowing behind them is the Saints, uh, and even the Chargers both needing receiver just. Because and of, with one of the top four, with with on the one board. of them there, well, the Eagles have been a little odd about what they like when receivers, as we've seen. Name one time. <laughs> I'm gonna have them going a little outside the box here and going for just the physicality of him. They are gonna take out of Arkansas, yep. Traylon Burks. I think they just they're gonna look at being like. He could be our DK who we missed on and, a few years and ago. And he's the anti Devonte Smith, yeah, because like yeah. Devonte Smith is just a, like super tiny. Yep. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, I like that pick. And then I think with the Saints, similar to the uh, Vikings and Justin Jefferson several years ago, I think they are going to be pretty happy with that, and they are going to take Drake London. All right, who has. I don't know. I, I guess he hasn't really like fallen that far. It's only sixteen, but he's kind of the last of those. I would have thought. I would personally. I would have picked him at eight for the Falcons. I would have went more like there. He's their typical type, like you know, with Julio and Cal a little bigger. And I think my but how issue, has that worked out for him? Right. My well, Julio was really fucking <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> like Julio was fine. My only thing is like, is Garrett Wilson a receiver one? I don't know. Can he be sure? But like, I feel like I look at him more of like a like a complimentary receiver. Like yeah. he's not the number one guy. But maybe like, he'll have great rapport with Marcus Mariota. We'll see, dude. I don't know. Also, I'm going to call my shot here real quick. Uh, the Packers are going to trade their 22 and some other things and Jordan Love to get that number eight. Wow, this is going to happen. Wow. The Falcons really like Jordan Love based on things I've read on Twitter that I have not researched at Is all. Is it Pete Bukowski who just loves to No. Okay. It's other people. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. We got the Chargers. 
Um, they didn't like that receiver take. So this is where like they're not gonna go after George Pickens or Jahan Dotson with the 17th pick. So realistically speaking, they're gonna take Charles Cross and just continue to protect uh Justin Herbert. So I'm gonna go Charles Cross. Yeah, that's that kind way. of a no brainer for them at that point. Just how the board is shaping up. I mean, you kinda have to. Yeah, I he he's fallen so far and you do have like a young, you know, future superstar quarterback right there. Good offensive line already, and you can make it better. Yeah. All right, the Eagles are back. And now that they have a wide receiver, they're going to kind of look to the, the fun thing is yeah. that we each get a, we each get an Eagles and a Saints pick. Ah, That's yeah. how it works out that way. So we get to like, you know. I, I like how that works. Yeah. Um, And they are also looking for some help on defense. So I'm going to have them taking – Devin Lloyd here, the Ooh. linebacker out of Utah. A little undersized, but he, he plays bigger than he is. I like it. We talked about Devontae Smith. I mean, yeah. undersized. Yeah. Um, all right. Saints here. This is one where quarterback was ta- was was a big, you know, possible take. Um, and I think I, they would probably, if they're in the case, go after a Malik Willis. This is where it's like... Too bad he got snapped up so early. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I think that they're going to do, just because of how awful the thing is going on with Michael Thomas and like just like he's never on the field, Mm -hmm. like they they have to go receiver. They're going to pick another one? I think they're going to go receiver here. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're Drake London. You're taking Drake London. I'm sorry. Hang on. What? Damn, that's that's crazy. That's right. No, never mind. Um, I kind of like it. At this point, all the guys I like are fucking gone. Anyway. Yeah. Fuck. I just don't feel good about taking a quarterback here. Like, it's... Yeah, I mean, you could take offensive line. You could take... I don't know. How are they on, like, linebackers? There's some quality linebackers still around. Yeah. All right, you know what? Fuck it. They're they're going to reach on, on a quarterback, and they're going to take the most pro-ready because Jameis just ain't it. They're going to take Kenny Pickett. Hey. And they're going to hope that he's like a Drew Brees for them. Steelers and just, in shambles. Doesn't have the strongest arm, but he just, you know, can be accurate. And can you well. imagine how upset the Steelers would be in this situation? I think the Steelers would be most upset about Malik Willis, but <sighs> maybe. But yeah, but... like the Pittsburgh guy stayed in Pittsburgh. But yeah, that would be, you know, is what it is. Yeah, that's I. that would be a crazy pick. I, I like it, I don't, but it's crazy. I don't crazy. think... That's how it would be, but with the how our board is, like that's what I'm gonna go with most likely. So unless it's a big reach and like taking the tackle from Central Michigan, mm-hmm. like I, I I don't know. And now we're getting into kind of some weird territory. Yeah, so now the Steelers are on the clock. Yep, pick number twenty. They need a quarterback, but I don't know if they'd want to spend this pick on anyone that's left. Any of the you know Desmond Ritter or Matt Corral, I. Sam I don't Howell. see it. Sam, yeah, Sam Howell, who I don't see it. And that kind of means that we're we're in kind of like best available at this point. I mean, their offensive line stinks. Yeah. But the linemen that are left aren't, you know, super high profile guys either. So I actually think that they are going to take, let's see, Trent McDuffie. All right. Cornerback yeah. from Washington. Okay. Trent um, McDuffie with a question mark. I think like Trent McDuffie has a lot of like Jair Alexander in him. Like he's undersized. Mm-hmm. He's under six feet. I think he's only, like five eleven. I think he's actually an inch taller than Jair. Yeah, um, kind of a stockier build. I think he's just under two hundred. Um, 
plays really well. He's not like a crazy ball hawking corner, but I, I think most likely if the board doesn't fall the way ours did for the Vikings, we'll probably trade back maybe to like a 20 where yep. they are and take Trent McDuffie. I'd so be, that I'd the be Steelers okay that. can take Kenny Pickett before yeah. those, you know, those bastards ahead of him. <laughs> or Malik Willis. <laughs> I think, <laughs> no. <you know. laughs> Kenny Pickett um, has to stay in Pittsburgh. All right. Going to be quick here with the Patriots. They don't have a good track record when it comes to, you know, skill positions, but they are very good at taking – edge rushers and defensive line and even linebackers. They're going to take uh, the Purdue edge rusher, George Carl Loftus. Yep. And I think after seeing his Chipotle order, oh. like Bill's like, I like him. He's just all man. He's just meat, triple meat, double rice. Are you kidding? Like a psycho. Bill saw that and he went, what the fuck is Chipotle? <laughs> <laughs> like, Bill doesn't eat Chipotle. Hey, I don't know. Maybe he does. Bill brings like a tuna fish sandwich like every day. No, he's just ham and cheese. He's just a ham and cheese guy. That's all it is. <laughs> just a single thing of ham, a single thing of cheese between two white bread. That's Bill. That's Bill. All that, right, here we that go. That makes sense. Here we go. So here we go. We're on to the Packers' first pick. Yeah, yeah. 22 overall. And it's got to be a wide receiver. There are some teams coming up that could also take wide receivers. I mean, you know, we got Cardinals, we got Cowboys. Jerry just loves getting new toys. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't think that you can trust the board between now and pick 28 to not take several wide receivers, maybe. So I am going to have them take George Pickens. Ah. He is big, kind of good athletic measurables, which is something the Packers seem to prefer in their draft picks. And I just don't think that we can take kind of like a burner like Sky Moore after taking a little guy in Amari Rogers last year. It's yeah. like, we're just going to have all little guys. That no, doesn't no, uh, no Christian Watson, huh? No, no Christian Watson. He was also someone I considered. Yeah. And then obviously, I mean, uh, Jahan Dotson, his name starts with a J. So like we've, you know, you and I have talked yep. offline about yep. how much Goot loves J names, but now we're going George Pickens here. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. That brings now the Cardinals. They need guard center. They need a new coach. Line. Can they get one of those here? Um, yeah, I'm going to have them take a bit of another, another Georgia guy back to back Georgia picks. Mm. Uh, they're going to go the other Georgia big man, Devonte Wyatt. Uh, they're just trying to bolster the center of that, that front four and just stop runs, man. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So Devontae Wyatt going to the Cardinals. All right. Now you're going to have to help me out here. Cause we have the Cowboys on the clock. Who the fuck plays center for the Cowboys? Uh, uh, is he good? He was, I don't know if he's still there anymore. Mm. Cause I, I'm leaning towards Tyler Linderbaum with this pick. Oh, it's uh, Tyler Biotish. He's a young guy from Wisconsin that took him the second round. He's only 24. Okay. He, so, was, he was good. So probably not. So in that case, then I'm going to pivot. I'm going to go to, uh, let's see, is it Bernhard Rayman? Bernhard He's a Rayman. tackle from Central Michigan. Oh, all right. Go offensive line. Yeah, right. fair enough. They don't want to go receiver yet. It's, it's, not, it's not like, I guess as Jerry, I probably should be doing something more flashy. Yeah, is what it is. All right. Here we go. This is the are we we're approaching the are we never gonna have a running back taken? Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh we will. Oh boy. Oh we will. 
We're going with the Iowa State product, Brees Hall, who just tested off the fucking charts. Not Kenneth Walker, and huh? No, they're, they're going to view this as a luxury pick. That's the latest news today. And it's going to make Warren Sharp and all the other analytic guys just Freak fucking out. face palm themselves so hard, like into <laughs> oblivion. They're going to take Brees Hall, and I'm going to hate it because it's like Devin Singletary is actually pretty good. But he just doesn't ever get touches until like the last four games. Well, we can all agree Zach Moss is not good. Yeah, I mean Zach Moss, like that was weird. I, I don't know. I'm like, it just doesn't make any sense. So Brees Hall off the board. We have a running back. I like it, and it's it's like a all right, sure, why not? Because they are they are a really complete roster. They don't have many like glaring needs. Big so, fantasy football impacts for that y- draft yeah. pick right there. So Brees Hall. Going to the Buffalo Bills. I like that pick. And with number 26, the... I don't. I don't like Tennessee Titans. I mean, I, I, I kind of kinda like it for <laughs> them, though. Like, it is probably the I, biggest I, need. I just hate running back in the first round. Like, I'm yeah. in that camp. I'm in that camp. Like, I, running back in the first round, like, no. You don't need it. What about, all. what about like, running back in the third, and then you re-sign your other running backs, so now you just have two, hypothetically? Would that be smart? Are you talking about Aaron Jones? No, no, I was just hypothetically. Oh, hypothetically. It's not based on anything real. Running backs in the second round are great, i.e. Dalvin Cook. Unless it's Adrian Peterson, then it's terrible. I don't know. I heard Dalvin Cook only got like nine yards in one of his games that I was at last year. So <laughs> yeah. I think he's pretty overrated. <laughs> Who was the quarterback that game? It's not important. <laughs> yeah, okay. I couldn't see. It was too uh, far away on the fair field. Enough. Uh, all right, so at number 26, the Titans are going to take uh, Linderbaum. The center out of Iowa with little fanfare. They could have taken a wide receiver. I would have had them take quarterback, honestly. Take quarterback, really? Yeah, Tannehill's Which one? There. Uh, Desmond Ritter. Mm. A guy that they can wait for another year or two. I feel like they might have a shot at getting Desmond him Desmond Ritter's getting later. a lot of love. He's getting a lot of love right now. I, so. saw, I saw him play this year. I was not impressed. Right. I, I like him to the Titans or, or the, uh, the Lions personally, but. Fair enough. Well, Desmond, or Tyler, Littlebaum, Tyler Linderbaum. Linderbaum. All right. We got the Tempe Buccaneers. They are not happy with the Linderbaum being gone. They could use that a lot. Um, I think if this were the board, they'd probably trade down. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's it, it's the board, so. um. I guess I'm going to go have them take, um, fuck it. I guess just draft for need and go Zion Johnson. I there you mean, go. That's not that much. That's not really like a no, reach. No, it's not like a reach. Like, I, I just don't, if this is the board, I think they're trading down, but we're not doing trades. So Zion Johnson in this scenario. So Zion Johnson. He's a buck. I like it. Now we are back to my Green Bay Packers at pick <laughs> number 28. Mm-hmm. And something else that people have been kind of throwing around, obviously besides wide receiver, is edge rusher. The issue being that I don't think there's an edge rusher on the board right now that wouldn't be considered a pretty massive reach. And as we all know, Goot has never reached. I want you to say or try to say the the highest graded per per PFFs edge rusher right now Um, from Penn State. Give me one. What's his name? Okay, his name is... Arnold? Oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> Is it? Can I just say his first name? It's Arnold. No. Okay. Arnold Ebiketti? 
Ebikiti. Ebikiti? Yeah. Ebikiti. Yeah. Eh, something like that. That's not that bad. All right. It took me a couple tries. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but we're not going to go with him. And much as I would love to, we're not going to go with quarterback either, even though that would be fucking hilarious. Um, we are going to go with... <clears throat> oh, let's see. We're going to go with uh, Lewis Sign, the safety out of Georgia. Is that his name? Sign? I think it's, Kine? I think it's Sin or Kine. Okay. Well, who, whatever his name is, we're going with him. All right. Uh, Adrian Amos is going to need a new contract soon, and I don't think he's maybe going to get one. So that's kind of thinking for the future. Is Darnell Savage good? Eh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he he was kind of like uh what was that doing the Vikings the safety Sandejo no 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 the guy you that had like one really good season and then like oh, a really bad season um you're you're talking about Anthony Anthony Harris Anthony Harris yeah, he's on the Eagles now yeah so Savage like he had an awesome season two seasons ago and then he wasn't that great this last one I'm pretty sure I'm remembering that right so he's mm. like. I mean the only miss. reason the only reason Anthony Harris was like really good is because he was playing next to. Harrison Smith, but yeah, I got that last name, first name combination, their powers combined. Yeah. Um, all right. That brings the chiefs back to back picks. I don't think they pick 29 30. They are most likely probably going to package those to move up to take a receiver. I would think I really, I I want you to, I know what I want you to do. Well, you're right next. Yeah. So if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. (laughs) Um, I think you're, you probably are asking me to take sky more. Yep. Uh, if they're picking here, I don't think they need, they're going to do that. Um, well, they're going to do it at 30. So, uh, I, I'm going to have them take, well, you know, I, that's why like, I want to have a be able to decide what they're going to do. I don't okay. know what you're going to do with them. I think they're going to go corner and they're going to take Kyrie Elam, the Florida cornerback. Wow. Uh, he has also been a hot name these last few weeks, flying up draft boards. A lot of people say that he will be a first-round pick. Uh, a lot of corners taken in this first round, and I think he might be the last one. We'll see. All right, and then with pick number 30, to replace the uh, skinny receiver that's faster than everybody, they're going to pick the skinny receiver that's faster than everybody, and they're going to pick Sky Moore. Okay. See that I have them. Tra- I think they're going to trade up and go after like Jameson Williams. But yeah, we don't we don't do trades? Never, never, never trades. All right, brings us to the Bengals. Uh, Dustin, do you have any any uh, insight? Because yeah, your your yeah. your Bears didn't have a pick. Why was that? Because they took a bust. It's a shame. You know, uh, as much as I'd like to see them take a uh, offensive lineman because they desperately need it. <laughs> I'd also love to see them take Boy Mafe from the Minnesota oh, Golden Got that Homer in me here. I like it. Is that your final answer? Well, I'm not. I, he's not speaking for me. No, no. It, it, this take, is Dustin's yeah, I'm gonna turn. Take Adam's yeah. pick. I'm going to yeah. take Boy Mafe. All right, here we go. That's he, it. He took Boy Mafe. You can take. You can take the Lions from me. How about All that? All right, that's I'll fine. sacrifice my Fair final enough. pick. All right. All right. So, so Boy Mafe is going to the Bagels. A bit of a Homer pick. Round pick. All right. So the final pick here, uh, I'm glad you gave this to me because if this were the case, just based on all the talk that's happened this week. I know what you're going to um, do. The, the Detroit Lions passed on a quarterback. They didn't take one with number Correct. two. They could have taken the guy with the ceiling of Malik Willis. I think it would have been ridiculous if Aiden Hutchinson was sitting there. So they, you know, are going to throw another dart at the dartboard. They're going to take 
Desmond Ritter. There it is. Number 32, the final pick of the first round. Quarterback. They're going to just hope that, you know, he's going to be good after maybe a year or two sitting behind Goff because they still have Goff. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I got. I like it. And that concludes the first round. The first NFL draft in the history of the league where the Detroit Lions pick 32nd. Yeah. <laughs> and probably the only one until the end of time. Yeah, it's it's rare that you have a team that picks 2 and 32. Um, so good, good, on, good I, on that. I feel good about both of our teams. I think both of our teams did, did okay. Oh, I'd be thrilled. I mean, as I said yeah. earlier a couple weeks ago, I said I'd be thrilled with Derek Stingley. Um, or like if, if Derek Stingley, Kyle Hamilton, or obviously Sauce Gardner were available or any of the either like Olave, Wilson, or Williams receivers, I'd be ecstatic if they were at, you know, there at 12. I'm not big on Jermaine Johnson. I know he has the Minnesota connection. I just don't like that idea, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I'm sure we're going to be wrong on – well, actually, I'm curious to see how how right we'll be. We're going to be right on all of it. I mean, yeah, I, I don't understand perfect. where this doubt is coming from. Fair enough. I did minutes of research <laughs> while we were trying to you know, get the get our technical issues resolved before the show. Yeah, I mean, well, well, obviously, there's going to be trades. I don't, I can't remember the last time there's been a first round where there hasn't been any movement, like any any day of a draft where there hasn't been any movement. Yeah, like where there's going to be trades, but I'm curious to see of the teams that actually pick in these spots, how many we get right. Um, that's where trades are difficult because the draft board will change. Yeah, well, and I, I stand needs. by my prediction that the Packers are going to trade up to eight. You do if it think doesn't gonna, happen, I'll be devastated. You, you do think they're going to take a receiver with yeah. one of theirs? With one of their two, they or you, have or to. you hope? Because, I mean, they have a good shot, even at 28, of taking, like, Christian Watson or somebody, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, it just – you need more bodies in that room. I mean, yeah. Sammy Watkins ain't it. I don't think I, he covered that on the show because it I happens since think, last one. I honestly think Jermaine – uh, Jamison Williams falls to the Eagles and they take him uh, a little bit just because the injury help. It just, it all depends. There's going to be runs on tackles, mm-hmm. receivers, and probably corners in this draft and, and quarterback at some point, that's probably going to be in the later teens, but yeah, who knows? Um, and right. Hey, when you're listening to this on Thursday, you know, yeah. you're getting ready for the draft or you know, stop what you're doing. If you don't have time or if you don't want to, Listen to this on Friday and laugh at us because we're yeah. stupid <laughs> and it's all wrong. We're gonna be terrible. And the Packers traded up and then they took Ritter at like ten, just <laughs> just just to fuck around. Who knows? I'm gonna. I don't know. Like I wanna. There's so many times. Like I can't remember what we did last. Like we had obviously the same format last year, but. Like, I didn't go back and see how correct or wrong we were. Oh, we were quite wrong. Well, because, like, there was obviously trade downs. So, like, that's automatically wrong. But, like, that's why I try to make a point of, like, okay, I think they're going to trade down here. But, and would it be. I, I never think they're going to trade down. I take it at face value. And it being only in control of half the board, it's like, I don't know what's going on in that noodle that, here. But that's, like, that's the beauty of it. Like, if you're doing a mock draft all by yourself, that'd be like if you had one GM drafting for every team. You need some chaos. You need some conflicting okay, ideas. Okay, but like, I guess that you do see that where they have like analysts each pick, they each get a team and they go through yeah. it. And, but like, that's... and the Eagles make bad choices. Like, there are GMs out there that are not oh, yeah. smart people. Well, as we saw, <laughs> Las Vegas, the Raiders, 
they who they don't actually have a pick, but they have been historically overreachers. Like they reach on like everybody. Yeah. And then you have guys like the Seahawks and the Eagles where they just don't pick the right guy or they reach on the wrong guy or maybe even the right guy, but they still reach on them. There's going to be that. I think there's going to be some massive shocks and I'm, I'm here for it. I'm excited about it. I am. I'm, I'm a little bit pumped, but it's like the kind of pumped where it's like, yeah, I'm about to go down a triple black diamond on my skis. Yeah. Like I'm probably gonna get hurt, but I'm gonna have fun for a minute. And we're gonna wa- we're gonna watch it together. So we're gonna be together again. Yes, uh, yes we will. This was the last year's draft was the first time that like our tick. That's when we really got to get going into TikTok. Yeah, where our, we started to actually like. Oh wow, look at that! We crossed a thousand thousand. Yeah, TikTok we views. we we got a little bit of traction, and it was also uh, a very trying time for one of us personally. Uh, and I'm I'm very curious how Adam Schefter is going to absolutely derail your day tomorrow. A- absolutely eviscerate my mental state yeah. by the by by this time. Like if tomorrow, you're listening, by the this, time you're listening, yeah, Kevin's mind might be just be shattered. Yeah, like he just is like in a pretzel. He just doesn't know what to do. <laughs> like he's just distraught. So we're gonna we're at least gonna... Devontae Adams already got traded. I mean, Jesus. Yeah, you'll obviously you'll obviously see our reactions. Like we're gonna record those and. Our live reactions, what our teams do. Uh, we got a couple new content ideas we're going to come out with uh, about reactions as Vikings. Speaking as Vikings and Packers fans, respectfully. Um, so we're yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm I'm kind of worried, Here but I'm nothing. also I'm optimistic. Like I I love the draft. Like it's it's just because the draft it brings you hope. Like it's that's what it is. It's it, it doesn't always bring you hope. Well, the the idea of the draft is hope. <laughs> you don't love the draft. You love the idea the of the draft. It's the future, and you know you never know what could happen. And there's gonna be something crazy, and that's what makes it great. Maybe something nice will happen. Why the fuck would anything nice <laughs> <Yeah>. ever happen? <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it. I think. Uh, thanks for listening to our episode of Third and Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. You can go to their website at ten ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. If you just search Ten K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at third underscore forever ten k, where we post our episodes uh, and clips from episodes each week, uh, off season, biweekly. But as any, any breaking news comes, we'll be up to date on it. We'll have an emergency pod if we need to, uh, whatever it may be. Um, you can also find links to Kevin and I on there. We're a little more social on our, or a little more active on our own personals. And yeah, that's going to do it. I've been your host, Adam Monastery. It's always been my co-host, Kevin. Kevin, Kevin. Very good love. Yeah.